I don't know what you're talking about. What are you on about? That's, you just said, did I find it was spiritual? And I, and I was thinking of where we stayed, which was quite... There was a lot of people on that particular beach that were... Yeah, but they were want to be hippies, Brian. Yes, I know, but that's what I'm trying that's to say. That's not real spiritual, is it? But they, well, of course it it's is. It's just those freaks like... that turn up and go, oh, yeah, man. Hello. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Brian. And today we bring you this episode on location. Sounds like sounds like we're whispering a bit, doesn't it? But Are we whispering? No, I don't well, think so. Well, I don't so. want to be too loud because the thing is, we're down the cafe. Yeah. You know, we always talk about our cafe that we live near in New Zealand. Well, yeah. we've actually brought you to the cafe. Yeah. Um, and we're going to explain why we've done that in just a minute. But first, if you're new to the show and this is the first time you've tuned in. Yeah, this is High Tide Cafe. This is High Tide Cafe in New Zealand, in Taranaki, New Zealand. Um, Will is and Brian, husband and wife. And we normally do our podcast from a nice quiet room in home. But yeah. we just thought today, because this is going to be a travel based podcast, this is going to be talking about taking you on a whirlwind trip around the world. Yeah. We thought what better place to do that than to be on location. In the cafe. Yeah. yeah. We've even got Irish here, the plumber. Yeah, we've got. Yeah, we, yeah we're just we're just he's sitting. Si he's sitting in the cafe. So should we just give them a little bit of a description of where we are? Yeah. We are. We're sitting outside the High Tide Cafe, which is our local cafe that we come to. Oh, thank hey. you. Thank you very much. Thank you. you. Thank you very much. Cheers. Oh, and we've just been delivered a lovely big muffin. Yep. It's got. Oh, that's really fancy. It's it a. It's an almond and. It's almond chocolate and pear. Right, and it's got all these little old butter swirls on top. Yeah, that looks really and nice. And he's cut it in half for us as well. Is that gluten-free, Brian? It, it certainly is. So we are down at our cafe um, yeah. in, like I say, in Orkoda in Taranaki, New Zealand. This is on the west coast of the North Island of New Zealand. We're, we always sit outside. We've got a little two table on the pavement. Our usual table. Our usual table. This yeah. is where we always sit. And um, doesn't matter what the weather is, does it really? No. It's a nice day today. Though. It's gorgeous. It's 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 autumn, and I'm looking out. And you say what you can see first of all. Well, I can see. I was. I'm looking at um, an actually a classic palm tree that I can see, and the sun is just uh, like 11 o'clock to that. There's, there's a skyline going past. And I, I'm just looking out across the, the it's main state highway 33, which yeah. runs right around the whole of the, the East Cape. Sorry, the West Cape. <laughs> Let's get the West Coast, shall we? And um, it takes you uh, all the way down to Hawara in the uh, in the south, or you can head on up to Auckland in the north. And I'm looking out to I'm on the nicer side. I choose the nicer side. I'm looking yeah. out to ranges. So forest bush ranges that lead up to the mountain. Um, Mount Tadanaki, which this region is famous for. I can see a beautiful big Bahutakawa tree, which in the winter that is full of red flowers. It is, sorry, in the summer, in the summer that is full yeah. of red flowers. It's the uh, New um, Zealand Christmas tree, isn't it? Yeah, and we're sat by some palms. We're sat on the side of the pavement. Like Bryce said, there is a road opposite us. And so yeah. hopefully that won't be too noisy. When you say state highway, that makes me think of like this really big, massive six lane highway, but it's actually I just know, but two that's, lanes. <laughs> that's the, everything is like, you, you'll see it is SH33 or SH44 state highway. Is it 33 or 44? No, it's 44, isn't yeah. it? State, state highway 44, not 33. 
Should know already, should know already. So those who are regular listeners to this podcast will know that this episode we were going to say about the book being released. I'm just about to publish a book yeah. and we were going to um, be releasing that book today. Um, but it's been put on hold for a little bit. It's yep. been put on hold till the 6th of June. It's going to be released on the 6th of June. And in the meantime, we thought, because our head is just, well, mine certainly is. We I don't know about yours. Ham, really. No, I wasn't going to say that. Oh, right. Okay. I was going to say my head is full of travel. <laughs> oh, is it? Right. Yeah. Okay. I just can't think of anything else because that yeah. book is about traveling the world with a family for a year. And I've just been absorbed in travel, Bri. I yeah. just, we need to travel now, like, you know? No, we do. Uh, I'm, I'm ready, ready, ready to do. It, you know, because we did we did a great trip last year, didn't we, for six yeah. months uh, through Europe and met the kids and um, you know flew the kids to Greece and it, uh, you can check that out on our YouTube channel. There are a few videos on that, aren't there? And we did do a few video uh, podcasts as well, didn't we? But I thought today, do you know what would be really nice? Because the people who listen to this show are all travellers. Yes, they really are. They love to travel, and so I thought what would be really nice is why don't we go through a few things around the world. Because when we went on our world trip, we'd never done anything like that before. No. We took the kids and we went traveling around the world for a year. Yeah. And you know what it's like when you go and travel in, you try and find as much information, don't you, that you can about each country. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the amount of crap, basically, the rubbish tips that people gave us on that, well, not gave us, that we found online that just turned out to be absolutely rubbish by. Yeah, like the fearful tr- yeah, tips. Yeah, exactly. What, it's not as much tips, is it? It's just like, watch out for this. Oh yeah, this. watch out it's for that, like, watch out. Oh, hey, thank Mane, you, Ming. Thank you very much. Thank you. I just let you know you're recording. <laughs> <laughs> so our cappuccino has just arrived. Yep. It's got to be the best cappuccino in New Zealand, this uh, one. Honestly, Ming does a, an amazing cappuccino. So here goes my taste of my cappuccino. You're licking your lips, aren't you? Mm. It's really funny because we're recording this podcast. Just to give you a little idea, we've got these tiny, tiny little mics that go on our our lapels. Yeah, our our Rode Wireless Go-2s. And that's all we've got. We've got nothing else. So no one... The the phone sits on the table, which is recorded it. They probably just think we're having this really good conversation. They probably think, wow, look at them two. But you have got a piece of paper. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't give it away, does it? Which makes looking very important. And you too, see you. Oh, see, now people are going to see look, how lovely yeah. and friendly all the Kiwis yeah, are. Yeah, but that's it. That's exactly that. Have a lovely day. Yeah, and it's just like, I know. That's it, isn't it? That's so nice. Yeah, it is. Anyway, going back to the show, we just thought we would point out some of the things, some of the places that we went to that we found out these things online that when we got to these countries just turned out to be absolute kind rubbish. Kind of just dry. evaporated, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah. And yeah. we were like, what? Hang on a minute. That's not what we read. Yeah. So we just thought we'd share those with you to give you some inspiration and courage and hope and, you know, yeah. don't don't be too scared to go to these countries because what you read online isn't always the truth. If you want the truth, just listen to us, isn't it, Brian? Yeah. That's the best. I'm starting my muffin list. It's really good. I don't know if I'm going to be able to talk and eat muffin at the same time. No, uh, there would actually be impossible for you to do something and not talk. All right then, well, I'll just stay quiet <laughs> for a minute, shall I? <laughs> right, I'm excited. I'm excited to share my news. Yeah. Right, okay. That's so, the sound of a Toyota starting up, by the way. Yeah, you know the guy that just said goodbye to us and he said, I'll oh, see you later, guys. Have a good day. He's a plumber. Yeah. Um, he's called Irish. Really lovely guy. Why do you yeah. think he's called Irish, Brian? Because he's not Irish. Do you know what? It's probably got a bit of Irish blood in him. Do you reckon? Yeah, I would say so. And he's just pulling away now with his plumbing van to go off to work. So that's him gone. We'll have to ask him that why he's called Irish. Yeah, why are you called Irish when you're, yeah. when you're a Kiwi? Yeah. Right, the first tip that we got 
we were going to America. Yep. We were heading over to America, taking the kids to Charleston and Florida and New York. And when I looked online, it was it was all at the time when all the stuff with Trump was going on, wasn't it? Oh, Trump was at his height, really, right. because this, okay. this was uh, late 2017, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like November, just before Christmas. Just before 18, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, actually December time, wasn't it? And November, December. And we read online, we were like, look, you know, the Americans, they're just so angry. Don't be, ex we read, be extremely cautious with strangers and don't ever talk to them about politics. Yeah. This is a very touchy subject. The Americans are very angry. I honestly thought I was going to go over there and just be met by a wall of hatred, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you? But you think everyone's going to be angry and like, you know, pulling guns up at the, the side of the road, like, you know, because yeah. you've actually just looked at them, like, you know, and it's... And it also said, be prepared for staff members to be rude and there's going to be lots of pushing and shoving at JFK Airport and, you yeah. know, in the supermarkets, no one's friendly. And I'm not joking. We went to America. We stayed there for five weeks four or five weeks yeah it was yeah it was five weeks because my brother lives in florida and my cousin lives in upstate new york yeah. in um, rochester and in so between we, 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 we drove between those those and that's what we were charleston washington dc yeah and new york and then up to rochester wasn't it well it was oh, a great road trip that, america america it's got everything it's it's the land of the free i reckon well, i reckon it's the, the land, land of the, of the free, free and the gun <laughs> <laughs> no brian what no. I'm telling you now, there was nothing I felt about that country when I went there. All I felt was friendliness. Yeah. I just felt welcomed. I felt um, people were polite to me. They were just... And the thing about the politics, this is what we wanted to talk to you about, because we went couch surfing. Yeah. We should talk about couch surfing, shouldn't I we? I know, like, we need to talk about couch yeah, surfing. But we're, we're not political, so we, that's why we never talk about politics, really, though, do we? No. Such. Well, I don't know about politics. Yeah, no, neither do I. I, don't I really only know about either. fluffy kittens. Yeah. <laughs> and muffins <Yeah. laughs> but no we went couch surfing in washington dc yeah and the lady that we were staying with that we couch surfed with we turned up at her house she had this three-story white house i just remember thinking oh my god this is lovely it was, it was lovely it was like a victorian -y, oh, i say victorian i don't know what the, what the era you would call it over there but it was about i would say that house was probably turn of the century or 1920s or something like that yeah. wasn't it it was like a villa type feel to it but upstairs downstairs she gave us her spare room and she told us beforehand, she said the kids were going to put the kids in the basement downstairs on a pull-out bed. They hated that. They were just like, yeah. what, what sort of... It was of, a real what, American basement yeah, as well, what, wasn't what, it? What murderer are we going to stay yeah. with now, they said to me. Yeah. And we were upstairs in this really nice fancy bedroom. We stuffed the kids downstairs in the basement, yeah. locked the door for a couple Shut of days. Carpet. It was a bit weird, wasn't it? And when we turned up, we turned up and this house was... I love American houses. Yeah. I absolutely love American houses. Yeah. It's like that you see in the films. They always have a big refrigerator, don't they? They do. Yeah. They've got everything good. Yeah. Like fancy drapes, you yeah. know, nice couches. Polished wood floors. Yeah, polished wood floor, big walk-in kitchen. Yeah. It's just the Americans know how to do houses, I think. I think they do. Do you know what I'd love to live in, by One of those big cedar lodges that the americans have I know, in the I mountains. Do, yeah i would as well I'd love that. Up, up in colorado mountains or something you if know. i ever win the lottery or my book goes to number one and earns me yeah. millions we'll buy yeah. one of those you'll, you'll buy a shed <laughs> <laughs> anyway back to our couch surfing yep. story so we turn up in washington um at this beautiful house like i say she puts us in the spare room and when we arrived we turned up about 7 30 8, 8 o'clock at night and they were having a dinner party weren't they and yep. She was, she, I would say she was about 35 and her husband was about 35 maybe. And there was all these 
well, young by young people well, they were, having they a were, party. But they, they had like a, um, a student-y feel about them, didn't they? So they're probably late 20s, early 30s. They didn't have kids anyway, did no, they? No, no, they didn't. No, no, that, that, that wasn't on the agenda at the time. And her job, what was her job? She was, um, her job was she worked for whoever wasn't in power, not so much in power, but she worked for the... Um, the opposition. The opposite, whether Democrats or the uh, whatever they're called, whoever was the opposite to Trump, because I don't even know what he was, like Republican and Democrats, isn't it? Yeah. So she worked for the opposite who were in power, like, you know, she, she was like backing the Clintons and stuff like that, and Hillary Clinton and this, that, and the other. And she just put a big, um, what do they call it? Um, not a, peti a petition against uh, something to do with the national parks and they just won. Mm. So they were like having a little celebration meal. We just turned up, you know, the, uh, totally right oblivious to what, it, yeah. what was going on. And it was just like, oh, and it was a rock of big dinner party with about yeah. 10 people around the table. All talking about how brilliant it was that they'd won yeah. and, and doing all this stuff like, you know, so it was, it, it was great because we just immersed ourselves straight into this well, here's Political the thing, thing, yeah, and like, here's the know? thing that I want to talk about. After being told, you know, that if you talk about politics, you're going to get your head smashed in because they're yeah. all so angry, we had just come from Florida, and Brian's family support Trump, or supported Trump. Well, yeah, my brother did, yeah, yeah, because you're, he's you're, a businessman, yeah, so that's why you do. Trump. Yeah. yeah, so he, he supported Trump. So bearing in mind, we've come from New Zealand, we, I've got no idea, I mean, you hear about it, but no idea. We've heard all about David's side of the story, mm -hmm. why he supports Trump. Then we go to Washington, to this couch surfing house that are on the opposite side yeah we sit down for dinner the kids were with us as well we sat down for dinner with all these strangers around us and we said oh brian's brother supports trump and they just had this wonderful discussion with us yeah they didn't go oh get out like you know no, they, get gave, out they gave us their side you... of the story yeah, they did, Brian. And, you know i gave them my brother's side yeah. it's like whether Trump's a good politician or not, he's, you know, that, that's well, beside yeah, the point. It, this is about business, like, you know, and what they stand for. But the, no, I think this is just about the fact that they were open-minded. Yes. What we were, I thought I was going to go into, I remember saying to you, don't you dare tell them that your brother's a Trump supporter, don't yeah. even mention it, they're going to hate us, they'll throw us out on the streets. And you were like, no, you know, I'm giving them my point of view, which, fair enough, Yeah. you're brave, I'm not. But as it, <laughs> as it was, you know, it was just a really open, calm, friendly... Yeah, no one got angry. No, no one pulled guns out or anything no. like that. You know, it's, there was nothing to do with that. It was just, hey, you know what? And we went to the White House the next day and we were yeah, stood we did, outside yeah. and it was just... Yeah, and all the protesters out there. It was, it was just a great, great feeling, wasn't it? Like, you know, and it was just... So I just wanted to say, you know, for people who haven't been to America that do hear all the all these, and I'm not saying that horrible things don't happen. Yeah, but of you know what? There's the, that's the the trouble with you know crisis news networks and stuff like that. Yeah. They literally are oh, just show you the bad bits, never show you the good bits. No, they don't, and no. they don't show you the people, the kind people yeah. in America that opened their home up to four. Kiwi strangers and said, come and stay with us. Yeah. And not only that, we're going to give you dinner. We're going to sit and chat to you about politics. Yeah. We stayed there for three nights, I, know. I think, didn't we? Yeah. I know. She gave Tess coats and Yeah, because we, 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 we just come and... from Florida and it was pretty chilly, wasn't yeah. it? When, when yeah. we were there, we were going on open top bus tours and it was freezing, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, you know, it really was. It was like trying to snow. Yeah. And it was just like, whoa. Yeah. So, yeah, that is our experience of America. I mean, there's loads more to tell you about that, but that is our experience of America. And like, like I say, just that time of just thinking, 
this, I, why did I listen to anything? Why did I listen to all the naysayers, doom and gloomers? But this is what people like to t say because they're not doing what you're about to do. So they say, oh, you would have watched out for this. I bet it's really bad over there. Watch out for those people who, who scam the tourists and everything like that. Well, if you're that closed mind and you don't really understand what's going on, then yeah, don't go to those places. But mind if you, you're open-minded. Mind you, what about that woman who we couch surf with in Charleston? That was a bit weird. It was a little bit weird, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. So, that you know, we just said we'll talk to you. <laughs> Not bringing it down or anything. No, but, you know. no, no. But, you know, we just said we'll talk to you about couch surfing. Let me just talk yeah. to you about that because the book that you're going to buy next week, The Travel Bog Diaries yeah. by Liz Deacle, um, is it talks a lot about couch surfing, in particularly, uh, in particular, in, oh, I really struggle with that word. Particularly. In particularly couch surfing in Japan because yeah. we couch surfed around the whole of Japan much to my kids horror yeah um was like you know are you for real but the first the very very first time we couch surfed was in Charleston in yeah. America in Carolina how South brave Carolina. were we I know you know, know we only talked about that the other day didn't we just like could you still do it now and it's like probably but it's it would have to be I don't know it's different when you're traveling and you're just happy to be staying somewhere for free because it's costing you so much money for everything else, like, you know? So this is how Couchsurfing works. You join the Couchsurfing website. Which used to be free, but I think you pay for it. Yeah, I think it's about $50 now. It used yeah. to be free when we were on it. Yeah. I don't, it's still worth every penny. Yeah. Um, and you go and you put in the place that you're going to. So we were going to Charleston. And it brings up a list of people that are willing to open their home to you and give you somewhere to stay for free. Yeah. The reason they do this is because these people are always, well, mostly always, travellers themselves. Yeah. They know what it feels like to be on the road. They just want somewhere to get their head down. And they want to meet other travellers. They want to yeah. help out and they want to meet other travellers. But I remember when I first found out about Couchsurfing and I was like, well, surely that's just for like young backpackers. Yeah, Surely. which it mainly is to a degree, isn't it? Like, well, you know, no, Brian, you, I disagree. Yeah, but you feel, yeah, but that's filtering. You have to filter out, don't you? Who will take four people? Who will actually take yeah. kids and stuff like that? And I tell you what, lots of people they took do, kids. Didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> lots of people were yeah. willing to open their house, the whole of Japan, for a month. Yeah, to every, a family. Every single person there yeah. said, "Yeah, we'll have a family of and four. During Golden Week as well. It was flipping amazing. But the first time we went couch surfing in Charleston. Um, the lady, we never met her. We never we met set, her, we, no, we didn't. We, no, we, we did never one night. set eyes on her, only from the back. We saw her, she was standing facing the fire. Right. And we walked down the hallway and she was on the phone and we didn't want to yeah. interrupt her. And that was it. Yeah. But the first night we turned up at our couch. It was oh, all done with I, notes, wasn't it really? Yeah, it was just all yeah. done on, on the phone. Did yeah. I finish telling about couch surfing? Have I explained that properly? Yeah, no, it's, it's enough. that's enough. It's, you know, join the website and literally it's just search for places. You put filters it? in, like Bryce said, yeah. you can say like, you know, I want no smoking. I want people who yeah, take if, kids. If, if you're on your own and you only want to stay, you know, say you're a female, you want to stay with another female, then, you know, you can search it out that you can just do that type of thing, can't you? Like, you know, or vice versa. And again, again, like, anything there's always the doom and gloomers out there that are like oh you know don't go couch surfing because if you do then you're just going to get murdered yeah you know there's isn't there well there's always like that with anything it can happen in a hotel can't it yeah look at bates motel we'd want to stay there is that a real hotel Brian? i don't know it might have been Liz. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so we, we were in touch with this woman from charleston and she's like yeah yeah come over like you know that'll be absolutely fine we i've got a room for you and the kids had their own room. We had our own room. Yeah. And 
she said, I won't be in. It was around Christmas time, wasn't it? It was November, late November. And she said, I won't be in because I'm going to a Christmas party. And we turned up and there was no sheets on the bed. And she said, the sheets are just in the airing cupboard, just help yourself. So that was a bit weird because yeah. we were like, oh, God, is this what it's going to be yeah, like? Yeah, you had to make your time? own beds up, didn't you? And yeah. stuff. And, and then at the end, put all that in the washing machine before you left. Yeah. Yeah. And she lived in this beautiful little, I say beautiful, it was at this little villa, like this 1920s villa. Yeah. And all I remember is out the back, she had a, a porch with a hammock that overlooked this swamp. Do you remember? Yeah, it was like the mangroves, wasn't it? Oh, like, you know, it whatever lovely. it was. It was, it was, it was, it was like being, you know, like, I don't know, Mississippi or something yeah, down by the river yeah. or something, wasn't it? I imagine there would have been lots of mozzies because it was all, the deck was like a, like we call a Florida room, which was full of, um, fly screens and everything but it's open to the outside isn't it yeah mm. no it was um and that weird kitchen though that was the only thing well no that's what i was going to say so we turned up with the kids and we were trying to make it all normal and be like oh yeah this is what all travelers do and they were like why aren't we just staying in a hotel i said because it's free that's why and we're on a budget of 100 new zealand dollars a day so this is what we're going to be doing from now on <laughs> and they were like well where's the host where's the woman well she was nowhere to be found she just kept leaving little notes around didn't she like you know Gone out. In, the, in the kitchen, help yourself to whatever yeah, you want to. Help yourself to, what, you to the cereal and things like that. She was yeah. lovely, absolutely lovely. But this is the thing. Next to the kitchen, there was this door and it was slightly ajar. And you don't it's, want to be nosy. Yeah, but it was almost like behind the fridge, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, it was a bit weird, wasn't it? Like, you know, as if like you couldn't actually get there, but you the, the door was open and, and some stairs or something. Yeah, like so when you like... when you peeped in, you didn't want to, I don't, I, you know, I wasn't going to be nosy and like have a good route around, but because she wasn't there, Dortmund, she was out at the party. That we, that we don't know of. Anyway. And yeah, I know, see, right? She you could have had know. cameras and everything. Could have been a lot. And um, I peeped my head in the door and there was like this stairs going up to like, it looked like to a loft or something, didn't it? Yeah, it was it? Like, just like darkness though, wasn't it really? Yeah. yeah. So the kids start getting this story going now, like, you know, because they, they hate us anyway. Seen too many like Netflix uh, series. <laughs> and they couldn't believe that they had to make their own bed and like they're sleeping on a bare mattress with this yeah. sheet. So they said, what if the woman is up there with someone tied up on a chair? You know? <laughs> and we're like, what are you on about? You know, why, why are you doing this? But they were 16 and 13 at the time. And they just thought, they had all these elaborate stories yeah. going on in their heads. There was a radio plane up there, wasn't there or something? That's what I was going to say. Like, whoa. We came back one night, mm. no one was in the house. It was completely pitch black. Um, and all of a sudden we hear this tinny sort of- It was of, a really crappy sound, it wasn't was. it? Yeah. It would static <laughs> on the line and all that, you know? <laughs> what? So now we're getting it in our head. But someone in, some, up someone there. in a rocking chair Norman's up there, up there. <laughs> <laughs> with his mother. <laughs> yeah. She's our she's alter ego up there. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we never went up, but that was our first couch surfing experience. And like I say, the only time we got to see the woman was we came in another one night. We stayed there for three nights, and the last night I think she was on the phone she'd with lit, her back. I, to I us. remember she'd lit the fire. And she don't because it was a, it was getting chilly, like you know. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't cold. It wasn't that cold to us. No colder than New Zealand, like you know, because we're in Charleston. No, it was quite cold in Charleston, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it, it was. was chilly, Charles and yeah. Gods, didn't we? That's right. Um, but she lit the fire and she's got this big fan on the floor. Yeah. That was blasting the heat from the fire down into the bedrooms. Yeah. And, um, you know, but like you say, she was on the phone. So we never got to see it. But big shout to out to you, America. Big shout out to American citizens yeah. watching out, listening out there, because you made us feel so welcome. You've got an amazing country. Yeah. Um, and we absolutely loved it. So, right, tip number two that we went on to, that people told us about, was um, India. 
Yep. So India, oh, there's so many things about India that people say, you know, don't. Well, you'd never go, would you? Just don't. No. That's what they say. Unless you go to the tourist resort, you'd never yeah. go. Yeah. No. Um, and of course, we were traveling with our kids and we heard that it wasn't safe for our daughter, you know, and the kids would be in danger. It, it, there was just, there's just a lot of stuff, bad stuff said about India that if you listen to all that, you'd never, ever go and no. experience that flipping gorgeous country. I know, it's an amazing, amazing country. Maybe, maybe if you're on your own, you'd feel a bit intimidated. I don't, I don't really know. Do you think right, you, you would? Know? Maybe you would, because we always had the four of us, didn't we? Like, you know, yeah. and um, so I don't know. It's just like, I, I never felt like I had to be so protective of you. And I never, I remember having to go back and get something from the hotel and leave you in town. Or I never felt threatened or anything like that. No, know? no. I think... Some of the tuk-tuk drivers were just the friendliest people. I know, and that, remember I that tuk-tuk driver would just get out and push someone else's tuk-tuk yeah. or help, help them lift something up and put them somewhere. And then they get back in his tuk-tuk and carry on driving. He was just like a, I don't know, he was like a little angel, wasn't he? Yeah. Hands on heart, yeah. it, uh, honestly, hands on heart, and I'm not just saying this to try and be cool and be like, oh yeah, I love India and all that, but hands on heart, Bri, it was the most moving country, like the most, oh, how can I explain it? It was the most, uh, uh, the country that had the biggest effect on me. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to say that in words, but the country that had that, the biggest effect on me. That's probably it, isn't it, really? It was just everything about impressed it. You, or the impre impressed you or in the impression I, I don't know you. about impressed, yeah. it was just, it, it just, it, Left an impression on you, yeah, as well, I was yeah, to say. yeah, yeah, it did, yeah. right? Just everything about it the colors, the smells, the the people, uh, the the everything in India is just it's like turned up to max, you know? It's like yeah. you go to a train station and it's just a mass of colors and a mass of yeah. smells and a mass of people and a mass of noise yeah, and a, I mean, in, in, a, yeah. in a gorgeous way in yeah. a lovely way you know? remember uh Mysuru, Bang the old bangalore Mysuru, was it my yeah my, my Saru, and uh that huge roundabout where people are almost like at walking pace going around that huge roundabout on, on cars yeah, and yeah. there's lots of beeps and buzzes but no one's angry no they're just beeping to say hey you're getting a bit close or you this is me here i'm coming through and then you you know literally 50 yards up the road, there's that wonderful spice market. Because that's where all the yeah, spice comes from, isn't yeah. it? Like, in you know, Mysore, you're talking about, yeah, It was you? just amazing, wasn't oh, it? Like, you know? It was just, it was... It was like stepping, it was like into, walking into a James Bond film or something, it, wasn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You know when you see films about countries, um, I'm trying to think of one now and I can't think of one, um, about India, and yeah. you see them and you're like, but it's not like that in real life. It is. It is. That's it's exactly saying, like, like that in real life. Thing, isn't it? Like, you know, it's just, wow, unbelievable. And the other thing as well is the Indian people, <laughs> here's a funny story. So we were told, oh, Taj Mahal, like, you know, if you go to the Taj Mahal, keep your hand on your wallet, you're, you're going to get robbed. Yeah. They'll steal your shoes. You have to take your shoes off and put them outside the Taj. You're not allowed in, you know, you have to wear these like little Yeah, when you actually go into the actual burial chamber, yeah. it's like they've got to stay outside. And yeah, all your take shoes them. will get stolen yeah, and, in, and then you'll get ripped off and you'll be touted and people will try and rip you off and take you on these illegal yeah. tours and absolute rubbish. Nothing like that happened. No. No one ever tried to sell us, you know, take us well, on any... There was loads of police there as well, wasn't it there? Was like, just, you know, yeah. there was the security guards and stuff like that. It was just like... We put our shoes out, mind you. Who'd want to nick our shoes, right? I know, when you think about it. Gross, we, weren't they? Yeah, we just had uh, Crocs <laughs> and um, flip-flops. That was it, wasn't it? Like, you know, good luck. They weren't night trainers, I suppose. 
We turned up at the Taj and it was just, listen to me, look, you know, Taj. Taj. No, I don't say Taj Mahal, no. I just say turned just up at the Taj. Taj. In, in Agra. Yeah. And it was just, it, what, what was it like? It was great. It was, it was just brilliant. so spacious. Whole, it was yeah. just... It wasn't even oh, that busy. I, I know it was, maybe it wasn't a busy time of year, but it was, it would have been... Um, it was March. Know, it was March, March, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Which, and it was just a perfect time to go. If you go to, go to India, go in March, because it was great, like, you know, it was, it was brilliant. We went to this rooftop bar after, um, oh, what was that? I think uh, that man nearly fell over then, didn't he? Just nearly fell no, into he's, the bushes. No, he's walking the flexes, oh, no, it's the isn't bin it? The, bin, the bin wagons here. The bin wagons come to yeah. empty the bins. Anyway, yeah, so what was I saying? So, yeah, just the Taj. We went to this bar afterwards, didn't we? And we got um, a beer up on this rooftop bar. Yeah, we did. For about 10p or so, you know, 10 cents. It was so cheap, so incredibly I know, cheap. but overlooking, you know, overlooking, overlooking the Taj. Yeah, and, a, and, the, amazing, and the sunset went down over it. And it was just, you know, where you just think, I cannot believe I'm here. I cannot I believe it. Yeah, you'd have to keep pinching yourself, didn't you? Yeah, like, you know? yeah. yeah. Right, I'm not going to do a podcast outside with you again because you, you're not even looking at me when I'm talking to you. What uh, are you looking I, at? Because I'm looking at the binman. Why? Because it's making so much noise. Is that more interesting than sitting well, looking at me? Watch, watching the wheelie bin being entered into the back of the truck. Never seen that happen before. <laughs> Take your glasses off and give me eye contact. No, because I've got the sunshine in my face. Okay, I well, I, I'd have to end up. Try and listen when I'm speaking because it's a little bit distracting when I'm talking and you're just looking at the bin yeah. wagon. Think of the people. Yeah, exactly. Think of your audience, yeah, Brian. They go. can see you look. Mm. Anyway, I just wanted to tell the story. Oh, Menjum, we're getting a little bit late now, but I just wanted to tell the story of when we went to India. We took the train to go and see the Taj Mahal. Yes, we did. And it was like a, a an 18 hour train journey. And again, people told us, you know, oh, you're going to be on the floor. You're going to be on the roof. You're going to be hanging out the windows. It's just going to be horrible. <laughs> you know, don't bother because just get a private uh, jet. Yeah, just get a private tour because it'll be horrible going on the train. Please, if you go to India, at least once in the time you're there, take a train Got somewhere. And Preferably for a yeah. long time. Yeah, yeah, a sleeper train. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. to experience, you get Real on. Life. Yeah, you get on. You're given a bed because we were in second yeah. class. A blue plastic mattress. A blue plastic mattress with a pillow. And what it is is all the Indian families get on. Yeah. And they claim that little blue mattress as their let's say let's say their restaurant. As the dinner table. As the dinner yes. table. Yeah. So you're sitting on your bunk. I was on the top bunk and I was looking down. So imagine like you've got in a compartment with four bunks. I was on the top one, I think somebody was underneath me and there was two, an Indian family on the two opposite. Yeah. They get on the train, they open their bag, and I'm not joking, it was like Pandora's box. It was like, out yeah. it comes. Curries and nan breads and papadoms and soup and rice. It was rice. a huge <laughs> basket, wasn't it? Like, you know, and they just... lay it all out, don't yeah. they, Bye. Yeah. And then on the bed. Yeah. And then they sit opposite each other, this husband and wife, they sit with their legs crossed, they take their shoes off, they sit with their legs crossed, facing each other, yeah. and in between them, this huge, big, Indian, delicious, gorgeous banquet that they've bought from the train station before they boarded the Which train. Which you can do, can't you? Yeah. Because you, know, you do some amazing things. And whatever you do, if you, if you have, because there's bunks and there's singles as well, as in on, on you know, if you're, if you're sitting on the bunk and your feet are hanging over the edge, they'll come and tell you to oh, put yeah. your feet up. Yeah. Because like, they're dirty. Yeah. So you've got to put them up onto the uh, thing up your like. Now, here's the other thing, Brian. This yes. is another important thing you've just reminded me. Thanks for reminding me of that, Brian. You looking at me, Brian? I am, no. Well, you know yeah, what, you're I watching am. the motorbike. Well, no. That was a Harley, by the way. Here's another important thing, Brian. What? 
people say Indian, uh, India is dirty. They yeah. give this impression, and I'm not talking about India as in the travel. Uh, yes, there is a lot of rubbish in India. And there is, the, and there know, is a lot of dirt as well. There is a lot of dirt. No, yeah. but I'm talking about the Indian people, Brian. No, yeah. Uh, yeah. I have never, uh, honestly, you go to a restaurant in India, yeah. you go to a family restaurant in India, before that family will even sit down, they go to a, a big wash area, yeah. they wash their hands, they wash their feet, they're washing their mouth, they're just washing themselves, yeah. and then they sit down to eat because mm. they eat with their hands. And I just, I remember thinking, we, we never, I don't ever wash my hands before I sit down at a, go out to a restaurant. No, well, you, you, yeah, you, you don't, if you turn up the restaurant and just sit straight down, you, you, do. don't, you don't run to the toilet and no, wash you your don't. hands, do you? Like, you you know? certainly don't start washing your I know feet. we are using knives and forks, but if you're like, I suppose if you've got... What do you do, Brian, if we went to a restaurant and I said, <laughs> can, can, shoes off? can I just wash my feet? <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I'm saying, Brian, is... Like, it just reminded me then when you said, if you are hanging your feet anywhere near an Indian family when they're trying to eat, you'll get told off because yeah, it's like, I, no, yeah, that's the, not hygiene. The wife will come and tell you, get yeah. your feet up. Like, she can't speak English or whatever it is, but she's just wag wagging yeah. her hand up, pushing yeah. her hand up and down. You can see me doing my hand like that. Yeah. yeah. And I just, again, another big misconception. Just clean, clean yeah. people. That, yeah. Hygienic Some people. Some of the toilets are a bit stinky, though. Why? Which one did you go in that was stinky? Ooh, that one before we, went, we did the um, coach trip. God, jeez. Oh. That was just like, oh. Well, what do you expect? Major that was a service water. station. Yeah, well, it was. Any the, toilet in the service yeah, station it, is Well, horrible. it was like a public toilet. It wasn't touristy or anything, or hotel -y or anything like that, no. Oh, what was it like when you went in? Oh, me and Sonny were just standing outside and our eyes started watering, but Why? it was just a urinal. It was just like, <laughs> but it was crumbling. And not only that, it was seeping through the wall to oh, outside. Brian, it was, it was pretty horrendous. My I know, <laughs> but you've got to give the good stuff as well. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to give the truth. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of squat toilets as well. Oh, of course there are. Yeah. In fact, one of my best chapters in my book yeah. is all about going to a squat toilet. I mean, how that was, can you... It was ask, Sri Lanka, that, wasn't how it? How can you not want to buy the book when I tell you this? But yeah. one of the stories is going to the squat toilet in Sri Lanka. Yeah. And the... What happened to that in that squat yeah. toilet? Well, it, Sri Lanka is a lot like India, but it's just... I don't know, it's a little bit different, as in it's a little bit cleaner to a degree, like, you know? Because it's a bit more countryfied, isn't it? And the cities aren't as big and all that, you know? I don't know, Brian. I didn't... And I know you're going to say, oh, yeah, why are you saying this? But... When I went to India, I didn't see any. It, I, I saw only the. Well, you, you oh, see what you want to see. That's that's yeah. what it comes down. If you're going in search of it, then I you're, you're going to find the anything. Colors aren't you? and the yeah. the smiles and the jingly bangles well, and at, the saris and the Alapi sunsets and and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Dan, that's like the Venice of the South, isn't it? Like you know, it's it was just gorgeous with all those canals and waterways, and it Can was clean as anything, wasn't it? There. What? Would you say? Would you say you're a bit of a doom and gloomer? No, no. But I do like to have a little bit of, um, you know, reality and fun <laughs> and not see everything go la, 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 la. <laughs> would you go back to India? Uh, no. Yes, I would. <laughs> Brian, seriously, would you go back to India? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would go back to India. Liz. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, the more I've been away from India, the more I want to go back to it. Yeah. Just, I, I love the philosophy and the way they look at life and... You listen to a lot of Indian um, podcasts, yeah, do. don't you? Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, not in Indian, but just these are like the, the gurus and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, They're very wise people, the Indian people, but did you just, know that? Do you know what? It, you don't have to be wise to be Indian, I don't think. I think you just have to be simple, as in everything is not as hard as what we make it out to be. Yeah. You know, it's just like, really? Are you looking at it in the wrong way here or, you know? Yeah. It's um, it's true. You know, I, I was listening to a podcast just the other day regarding depression, like, you know, and people say, no, there's nothing positive in my life. And you know what he turned around and said? What? Well, you're very positive about your, your depression, that you know you've got depression. Well, that's a good thing to say, yeah. isn't it, Brian? Wow. That was very powerful, that. That I is powerful, Because yeah. it's like you're positive about your depression, that you are definitely depressed, but you're not happy. So you're definitely not happy. But you, you know, but you, it's just like the positivity that you're putting into your depression. Mm. Turn it around and put it into something else. It's like you've been positive about the urine seeping through the walls and yes. the, in the toilet and into well, it. It's like, yeah, that but happened. You, you, you know, you spray and walk away, don't yeah. you? And that's it. It's gone. So, yeah, that was India. So, yeah. hopefully, if you are thinking of going to India, you just contact me on Lizard It's a Drama and I will tell you all about how flipping lovely India is. Mm. It's just. Some great places. I don't to think go. anyone should go through life without going to India. No, go, go to Gokana when it's the festival, the, oh. the, ho the holiday festival, or the holy day festival. Yeah. And just go and see it because that's just outstanding, isn't it? Like, you know, with all the paint and everything, like, you know. Before we move on, Bri, because I know a lot of people, they, they think, oh, if you're going to go to India, it's going to be like a spiritual thing. You know, I'm going to go to India to feel oh, right, connected yeah. with my spirituality yeah. and, you know, explore different spiritual yes. yeah. things. Did you get that feeling about India when you were there? No, because we didn't hang out in those sort of places really, did we? You know? Well, yeah, Gokana is very, very spiritual. Yeah, but it was, but you'd, you're not hanging out like, you know, it's, you'll, you'll go there and you'll find a lot of European or American people that have gone there and they're, they're dressed like something out the 1960s, like, you know, um, as, as hippies, aren't they? Like, you know, it's got that feel about it. What's that got to do with about being spiritual? Well, that's quite true, because they're trying to be spiritual. Why? Because they can't do it in their own home or their own Well, so if country. you dress like a 1960s person, it means that's you're spiritual. Apparently, that's, I don't know where that's coming from. But I don't know what you're talking about. What are you on about? That's, you just said, did I find it was spiritual? And I, and I was thinking of where we stayed, which was quite... There was a lot of people on that particular beach that were... Yeah, but they were want to be hippies, Brian. Yes, I know, but that's what I'm trying that's to say. That's not real spiritual, is it? But they, well, of course it it's is. It's just those freaks like... that turn up and go, oh, yeah, man. Look yeah, at me in my 60s jeans. <laughs> Can we with my headband on? Yeah. Can we with my beads? <laughs> Can we with my bangles and beads? Yeah, I can hear you from 10 miles away. The thing yeah. with you, Bri. No, actually, not even the thing with you. What? I think... No, I'm not even going to say that. Well, I'll, yeah, I will. I was going to say, I don't think you need to say that you go to a certain place to feel spiritual or you need to wear a certain thing to be spiritual. Mm, you don't need to do that. I just think, you know, like I was just saying before about when I went there, it's just something about a connection. It's like that deep pull. Yeah. Um, and people will often refer, you say about that about New Zealand, don't they? Like, you know, it's just yes. like yeah, you go somewhere yeah, that, or that, Italy. That natural or, side of things or yeah, whatever Yeah, or just there's something away. Scotland or, the, or yeah. you know, that, yeah. there's a tug. There's a... Yeah, but that's the beauty of it. And I it's think like, that's it's, spiritual. It's like, but it's that energy, isn't it, that yes. you're talking about? Yeah. It doesn't, you know, because that's what your spirit is, is energy. You know, mm. that's what they're saying, isn't it? You know, it's like, it, it, it's, you know, you go to sleep, you don't know where you go. So it can be the same as when you die. That's that energy never dies, mm. you know, because you can't destroy energy, you know. So just moving on then. So the last place before we we we, we send send you on your way is yes. Japan. 
another country. The land of the rising sun, Yeah, Ailes. another country, Brian, that is just, again, up there with that... Um, Spirituality? No, up there with the... In the hard basket, is what I was yes. going to say. Yeah, because everyone thinks, I haven't got a clue any Japanese, apart from Arigato and stuff like that, that you've watched on Shogun or something or whatever it was. Uh, but And you just think, well, I can't read Japanese because it's, you know, it's not the Roman alphabet or anything like that. And so it can be a little bit tricky. You're, or you would think it would be tricky because people, you know, you spoke to someone who had been there and said, be very careful because everything's in Japanese and no one speaks English. So here's the thing, that's right. Here's the yeah. things that we, we were told before we went to Japan for a month. And yeah. bear in mind we that won't we just go to Tokyo, were we? No, we you went know. around the whole of Japan and we were yeah. couch surfing as well. So we were staying with Japanese families. Yeah. <clears throat> we were told you'd better have a basic knowledge of Japanese because yeah. nobody speaks English, nothing is written in English and there is no English anywhere. Yeah. So you have to know some basic Japanese. That's utter rubbish. Yeah. The second thing we were told, take stacks of money because it's very, very expensive. Yeah. You won't be able to even afford a glass of water or some raw fish even, yeah. Bri. If you wanted a bit of raw fish, not on the menu for you today yeah. because you haven't got And where is it you're dollars. actually going that you can't, you know, that's what I'm saying. It, Tokyo, but even Tokyo, come on, you know. Right, Tokyo. We went down to that restaurant underneath the railway station yeah. in Tokyo. That's Remember right. when we yeah. had that noodle soup? Yeah. That was, oh, that was flipping brilliant. It was, was amazing, wasn't it? But, yeah, but there's, you know, there's, there's hundreds of 7-Elevens as well, which you can just go in and get a sandwich. Yeah, but you don't want to go to Tokyo well, and go to 7-Eleven, do you, yeah, it's, all, it's all Japanese food in there, Only it? people it's, like me and you do that. I know. But Japanese we, we, egg mayonnaise you know, sandwich. We went, what do you want? We went to the cinema <laughs> and it wasn't that expensive. No, no more expensive than New Zealand. The Japanese people, I'm telling you now, we were stood in the middle of this, I can't remember what train station it was, uh, but we had... It was, uh, it was, um, oh, what did the guy used to say to us all the time? I don't know. Kyoto? Kyoto? Uh, whatever it was. Anyway, it's the old, the old capital of Japan. We were in this, the middle of this busy, busy, busy packed train station in, yeah. in Japan. Gorgeous train station. Beautiful. And when I say busy and busy and packed, you could hear a pin drop in there. All you could hear is footsteps. Yeah, That's all you could because hear. the Japanese people are super, super, super quiet, yeah. super respectful of your space and privacy. Mm -hmm. So everything is very gentle and very quiet. Yeah. No one told us that. And that no. was a lovely thing. And we were stood in this middle of this train station and we couldn't work out where to go. And this guy came up to us. He put his hand on Brian's shoulder and he said, can I help you? Didn't he? Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. And you were like, oh, I'm looking to get this train. And he said, follow me and I'll show you where to go. And oh, he nice. took us to where he wanted to go. It was broken. To call our money. <laughs> 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 to call our bags. Yeah. I'll carry these for you. Take Never saw them again. Off, I'm having them. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Yeah. Stop trying to turn it into you a negative. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. And he turned around, didn't he, Brian? And told us, you know, oh, this, this is where you need to go. And... Every single experience we had when we were staying with our couch surfing people, again, they spoke very little English, but they were just, they just welcomed us with open mm -hmm. arms. They did, yeah, yeah. Fumio, he was outstanding. They all were, you know? they all were, Brian. He, 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 he loved America, that guy, and he just took us to all like donut places, yeah, and coffee shops yeah. and, and things like that, didn't he, like, you know? And there was a big festival and we got on the telly there, didn't we, as well? And we even, once we were brave and we went out to this big fast food, because the kids were like, you know, desperate to just have some fast food sort yeah. of thing. And we said, okay, we'll go to this big sushi place. 
um because we all love sushi and you walked in and it was like imagine like a huge mcdonald's but in the middle of the restaurant was this massive big conveyor belt that was just going round and all the tables were around the conveyor belt yeah, it was a proper sushi restaurant it was flipping brilliant wasn't yeah. it right and we went in again no one nothing was in english no one could speak any english but all the staff that came over to us they were like you know they were pointing and the laughing and you know they were just hello um pointing and laughing and just see there's our japanese friend see that was cody he just came past yeah. he probably he heard someone go hey, he's japanese yeah, yeah. isn't it funny that's a sign up. that is right it is it's always a sign yeah so should we move our table into the sun bright because i'm a little bit cold here uh, we can do yeah let's just move it over i'm just going to move the table over because we're sitting in the shade so let's go over here into the sun that's a bit better isn't it it was yeah. kind of a bit chilly in the sun i was i know because it is the day before winter in new zealand there we go there we go really really in the ca in, a, in a cafe if yeah. you can hear the chairs um so what was i saying then about japan so yeah just oh bright it's it's like New Zealand, but 10 times calmer and quieter, if that is even possible. Yeah. Isn't it? Well, it is, yes. It's it's very similar to New Zealand. It is. The, the um, topography is very similar. You know, uh, the mountains are look the same. The valleys look very similar. Mm. Uh, you know, because you imagine Japan as being like Tokyo, like very fast and all electronic and everything like that. But, you know, you go in the countries and the, and the, the, the towns and the villages, and they're just beautiful very, yeah. temples and yeah. everything. Gorgeous, by, the gorgeous cherry trees, temples and, yeah, the yeah. parks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's divine. It's, it's very, very pretty it's and divine. very, very well kept. I yeah. mean, it must be, there must be a, something in the law that you have to keep everything clean and tidy. There is no litter. No, there's anywhere no, no in litter, Japan. and all the gardens are very well kept and everything. Like, yeah. you know, it's all that um, feng shui. I'll tell you what I will say that. about the Japanese, though, Bri. They are not rule breakers. So, do you remember no. that time when we were going to cross the road and the, 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 the thing hadn't beeped? Yeah. And they looked like everyone was stood at the side like of the road waiting. At the, uh, oh, they couldn't believe it, yeah, did they? Shocked at the, um, I don't know, the, uh, the, the Europeans yeah. you know, crossing the road. Because we were going to cross. Yeah. I think they're very, very, they stick yeah. to the rules very strictly. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It was really funny because one of my chapters in the book is about the very, very first time we went couch surfing in Japan. So we we, we said to the kids, like, you know, we're going to go to Japan. And Sonny was so excited because he's, he's into samurai and he loves all that. And it was like, yeah, yeah, we're going there. And then he goes, oh, oh where are we going to be staying? You know, a hotel. Let's stay in one of those pod rooms in Tokyo. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. let's go and do something. And I said, no, 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 no. We're, um, we're going to be staying with a Japanese family. <laughs> and he's like, well, how, how's that going to work? Because we don't talk Japanese. And I said, no, no. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, and I just remember that first day that, and I write about this in the book. Yeah. We were all stood at the, tr the man had told us, wait at the train station yep. and I'll come and pick you up. And we were just stood there, and I'm not joking, we were drenched in sweat with nervousness because any minute now, a guy was going to turn up and take us back to his house yeah. to stay with him for three nights in Japan. And yeah. like, you know, we're like, oh no, what's this going to be like? And the story in the book is all about what happened that first night when we went back to couch surf with this first family in first Japan. First family, yeah. yeah. It's a With, fantastic chapter. Yeah, pa paper walls. And of course you'll be able to read all about that chapter on the 6th of June when yes. the Travel Bog Diaries is released. I can't flipping wait. Yeah.
Yeah, and I can't wait to go traveling again. No, it's me just neither. Like, you know, it's been six months since we've traveled. Yeah. You know, this time last year, we were just literally, we were dry. We were getting a ferry tonight to um, to pick the kids up the next, tomorrow. In Greece. Yeah, in Greece, yeah. yeah. So before we leave you, I just wanted to give, you know how we love to do listener love. And this is just, I love it when I hear from people, when we hear from people from in places in the world that we've never been to or we've no. never, you know, we don't know much about. Yeah. But I had a lovely email from a guy called Sandro from Sweden. He lives 30 kilometers outside Stockholm. He's in love with New Zealand. His dream is to move to New Zealand. And he listens to our podcast, Brian, just See, to get it's a... It's crazy because you, you know, you, you know, you have a picture of like New Zealand. Uh, sorry, you have a picture of Sweden, don't mm. you? Well, he and oh, go, on. go on. No, I'm just saying. You know, you imagine it as like full of forests, very quiet and calm, and uh, lots of snow and Volvos and Saabs and you know Swedish engineering and all those sort of things, don't you? Like you know, you just think, and it's a very clean, um, you know, green place. Well, apparently. Shall I just tell you what he said on the email then, Brian? Um, then maybe we can have yeah, that conversation. Right, yeah. Um, he just said, right, he said, oh, what's that? Go on. yeah, right, you know, yeah. So because the idea was I was going to read to you what he said and then right. you could just say what he was going to say. Uh, but he said, I live 30 kilometers outside Stockholm. I'm in love with Waiki Island. My goal is to move to New Zealand. I listened to your podcast to get all the information about New Zealand. And he said, this is the weird thing you see, Brian. Right. He said, I just want a calm and laid back life in the countryside to get away from the hustle, bustle, and busyness of Sweden. I know. That, right, Sweden. I, I know, but that's why it's just ridiculous, because you wouldn't think that, would you? Like, no. You know? And when he wrote that, I, I thought, I mean, thank you so much, Sandro, because that was a beautiful email, and you've just, you gave us so much, you know, love, and yeah. I, I forwarded that email to Brian, and I said, look, you know, but it, the thing that stuck out to us, Sandro, is, because we've never been to Sweden, I honestly thought Sweden would just be this chilled, Everyone in, you know... People driving along listening to ABBA. Yeah. That's what you'd be doing, oh, wouldn't you? That's it, Barry. You know, that's thank it. you for the music and all in that. In the snow and, house. And the acapellico and stuff in like that. In the hot tub and then jumping in the snow. Yeah, that's They're it. Very naked yeah. in, in Sweden as well, yes, Brian. Yes, drinking lots of whatever it is they drink over there. Didn't, do you remember when we met that person in Canada and they were from Sweden and they said, every night we like to go in the naked. hot tub. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> Right, they're all at it over there, Bri. They're I very they open-minded. Yeah, but you'd have to be because you get a bit cabin fever, wouldn't you, and everything. They said we like to jump in the hot tub. Mark's his turn. We like to who? Mark. Oh, we like to jump in the hot tub and then we like to... Roll around in the snow. In the snow, yeah. yeah. Well, we did that in Canada, you remember? Yeah, I do, but the thing is, Bri, we've, we, we've got false... False things of Sweden, then, haven't we? We've, we've yeah, got it wrong but this about is what everyone does. It's like you know what you perceive of any country, don't you? Like you know, and that's what I'm trying to say. I, I've been to Norway. I don't know what Norway's like. Oh, have you been to Norway? Yes. Who took you there on a very special no, birthday trip? Well, it was trip? my 40th birthday when present. Who paid for that? I wonder. Oh, me, obviously. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. I did. I booked <laughs> right. that for you. I arranged. I know that. you arranged it all. It was an, uh, an amazing um, uh, surprise, wasn't yeah. it? Because David, my brother, was he was going up to see the midnight sun around my birthday. And you booked it, so we, we all went together. So anyway, Stockholm, Stockholm in Sweden. You've, yeah. I'd, I'm going to come out there now, and I'm going to come and visit because I want to see. I just want to see this. This. I mean, I know all cities are busy, but I just would have imagined yeah. that you can escape somewhere. I know outside, out in, into the woods into the and stuff like you know, but maybe maybe it's all forestry and you can't get up there, like you know. I don't know. I'm going to see the hydro dams and all. And that also, sort of stuff. Sandro does say in his email he doesn't like the cold. 
No, that'd be a bit, that'd be a bit unfortunate, harsh, most, wouldn't it? Yeah, you know, because that's why all the rally drivers, the, some of the best rally drivers in the world are from Sweden, because they do all the ice rallying. Oh. You know, because for seven, six or seven months of a year, it's it's snow and ice. So, yeah. you know, all that stuff. Well, you know a lot about a lot, don't you, Brian? Sweden, yeah, the Sweden World World Rally Championship. Yeah. Get, get Go and see the one in Sweden. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Maybe we should do that next year. Well, I'm yeah, I must admit, I've got a big draw to places that are cold and... Yeah. Anyway, so that's that. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Sandro. So we are going to love you and leave you now. We're going to yep. go back home. We've finished our coffee. We've had our muffin and we are going to go back home and put this podcast together and send it out to you. Yeah. But the big, big news is, is that next week on the 6th of June, I am going to release my Travel Bog Diaries book yep. that is filled with hilarious stories of, or confessions really, they're not stories, of what it was like to travel the world as a family with Brian and the two kids and all the adventures and funny things that happened yeah. on that trip. Yeah. So uh, can I just say, go on. Yeah, I was going to say, because the next podcast that we do will, is going to be a video podcast as well, isn't yeah, it? So, we'll video you that know, because YouTube. we're going to have a glass of champagne and uh, when we launch the book. Yeah. Do you think we'll get drunk though, Brian? We can't, we well, can't sit there slosh, can we? Going, oh, buy the book, it's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe that would sell it more. <laughs> <laughs> so can I just say thank you so much for being here yep. I hope this episode has inspired you to travel and to make you remember you know that don't believe everything you hear on the internet just go and find out for these places yourself mm. and if you liked this episode and you'd like to, us to talk more about places around the world we've been to I don't know, 24 countries we went to on that trip or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, we I went... think there was a few more, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, just on that vein, you know, because I had Google Maps, uh, Google Maps, which would track you, basically, or, uh, you know, your location. And, uh, you know, every, every time it was, you've been to see six cities in four different countries this, this last week and stuff, like, you know? And then I came home and I'd have been to two cities in, in like a month. And it was, it wasn't even a city. It was, it was El Cato, which is a, not far off a village. Yeah. And, uh, oh, kind of. Oh, really? <laughs> but we are now, which is a, a village as well. Well, there's got about yeah. 25 people in it or I something. Know, but, yeah. yeah. It's a bit of a shock after that traveling when you're just like so many different places because it tracked the whole trip. Brilliant. So yeah, Liz at It's a Drama, Brian at It's a Drama. You can email us about anything you want to talk to us about because yep. we will always answer back. And you know, we're always interested to talk to you about the topics that you'd like to hear about on the show. Yeah. But until next time, when I come to you with a bottle of champagne, on, my knickers will be on my head. I'll be running around, flipping, celebrating so yep. much. And I will be able to say to you, my book is now ready to buy. So yeah. can't wait for that. Until next week, thanks so much for being here and I'll speak to you soon. Yeah, so kia kaha, stay strong, kia stay true. And we'll see you on the book release. Yes, so don't order soon. another cappuccino, bye. Okay, sounds good. <laughs>